0: Hello and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with Macroworks. I'm Burgundy and I'm here with Coach Trey and Coach Ash. Hey. hey guys. <laughs> um. So what episode is this? I'm not even sure. Eight, nine. nine? I
1: think this is episode nine. So to,
0: today All like <laughs> we just called this the YOLO <laughs> podcast episode because we really have no plan on what we're going to talk about. It's just going to be us catching up and talking about some stuff we've been seeing a lot, I guess, with clients lately, some struggles with them and, um, just things that we talk about in like our personal life together. I think it's important to talk about on here too. So you guys kind of get a front seat on what we talk about behind the scenes today. And also probably a lot of random things, because again, this is a YOLO episode. (laughs) Yeah, this
2: is our life. Yeah.
0: So we are on a Zoom with Ashley right now. Um, As most of you know, she's moved to Salt Lake. It's probably old news, but if it's not, then you're welcome. Now, you know, Ashley moved away from us. um, So we miss her a ton but anything new on your side over I'm there looking out the window and I <laughs> keep wondering if you guys
2: <laughs> notice that I'm looking out the window but the smoke here has been like, like oh, yes gosh.
0: she sent us a picture um, I don't think I, I responded to that in my head it was one of those texts where I was like oh my yeah. gosh and then I never I don't responded even to remember. you because I'm yeah. like this so swept. many different <clears throat> um
2: but they're The wildfires in California have made it. Oh, hi, Benny. The the smoke from the wildfires in California has been like just dumping into Salt Lake City. And like, you know, we're in a valley. Like Mm -hmm. it's like we're in a bowl in Salt Lake. It's like there's mountains all around us. And so like the smoke kind of gets stuck and it has been the worst, like the air quality, like last weekend um you would walk outside and it smelled like a campfire like Gosh, it, it was like all the
0: way from california like that's, that's insane crazy. i follow um a youtuber <laughs> i watch youtube videos when i'm like doing my hair to make it go by faster or like cooking when i'm in the kitchen by myself yeah. um so that's when i watch youtube videos so i like prop my phone up anyways that's beyond the point but one <laughs> of the youtubers i follow lives in utah okay baby if you're listening to this like hello okay I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Her name is okay, baby Kara. Anyways. Um, it's like a family vlog, but they live in Utah and her vlog yesterday was the same thing. They were like playing with the kids outside and it was, you could just see the smoke on the camera. And she was like, this is insane. Like we can't even breathe out here. Like we can't come outside and you could see it was like, the sky was red. Like it was crazy. Yeah. It's just no, so it's terrible.
2: like, you can't see any of the mountains. You couldn't see any of like the downtown area. Like it's just really smoky or like not supposed to be outside. So we've kind of have like suspended any hiking or anything like that, mm-hmm. that we've been doing outside. But I'm noticing like last night and today was a little bit better. We're supposed to do a 15 mile hike on Sunday. Okay. Is that why you've been rock climbing more? no, no yeah. separate oh because of the smoke yes uh-huh. not because of the height coming okay. up but yeah um because you can't do like outside stuff so yeah right. we did start rock climbing so cool. Um, DJ started doing it in Colorado when he was in training. And so he was like, come do this. And I'm like, deathly afraid of heights. Like, (laughs) if anybody knows me, like, I'm so scared of heights and doing new things. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm (laughs) afraid of getting hurt. Like, I was afraid of doing wake surfing last year. Like, I I was afraid of like rope climbs and muscle ups because I didn't want to fall. Like, that's like, yeah. I have, it is like, a my, real thing. My here. hands are sweating now. Just, <laughs> yeah, now. <I> was just <laughs> talking about it. And about it. <laughs> so um, he was like, no, just come do it. And I was like, so rude that morning. Like <laughs> I was just like so anxious and nervous. And I like didn't want to talk. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine. And we got there and like, cause there's so many things that like, it's so involved. Yeah, like, You have to have the harness. You have to learn how to tie a rope. You have to learn how to play. You have to le- right. like, it's like all this stuff that you have to learn like so it's just so much and so um we ended up going last saturday or sunday sunday and then we went last night and we i've already bought my own harness and rock climbing (laughs) shoes and (laughs) it's like a whole different thing there's a few um uh outdoor rock climbing um Netflix videos that we've been uh-huh. watching that were pretty good so yeah like <laughs> trying to get into it like that's the goal is before it gets super cold here to do some outdoor climbs yeah mm-hmm. we were talking
0: about yourself. it whenever I go visit her in Salt Lake that she's going to take me rock climbing and it's probably going to be quite the experience for me oh but I'm excited it's to try so <laughs> it's really fun
1: it's hard yeah
0: though. it is. I mean i really sorry I've today. done like the little baby ones like on like <laughs> when we take the kids places like you know yeah, like the, the
1: yeah. Trampoline parks, yeah, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. Like you
2: should see some of these people doing this. I'm well, they like, had rock climbing oh at the God. Olympics.
0: Did you see that? Oh yeah, that was I great. mean, they were like ridiculous. horizontal, yeah. like climbing, like mm-hmm. it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. but anyways, our um, we just dropped the kids off. Speaking of kids, yes. first day of school this That's morning. What do with y'all, Woo! if you, you're wondering why <laughs> you don't hear a ton of background noise on this one, it's because the kids aren't here. Um, so yay, they had a. <laughs> A thing for the parents after we walked out that was boohoos or woohoos, where you could like go into the <laughs> oh cafeteria God. and have tacos. Um, oh, tacos, that's
2: yeah what we had. I yeah, was like, we, I wonder what they were like doing. Like, it a- was like boohoos or woohoos.
0: For yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. He's like,
1: Can you have mimosas at, yeah, tr- at I school? I don't know, at
0: this school, <laughs> I, know. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know, but, right? Fair Oaks, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt yeah. it. Um, but yeah, the kids went. We had a great first morning. It was actually we were talking about. It was probably like our least stressful morning. We first day of school morning we've had. Like I guess just because the kids are older now. Like sure. normally it's like stressful trying to get everybody ready. Like people are crying, people are screaming. It's mostly me, but that's beyond the point.
1: <laughs> a lot of adult yelling, a lot yes. of kids crying.
0: <laughs> really <laughs> really? <It was laughs> late out the door, trying to get was, pictures, trying to get yeah. them to smile for pictures today was just like easy. I don't know. I don't want to jinx it for easy. tomorrow. Yeah. But- Grayson's in fifth grade. So this is our last year with all three of them at the same school. So of course I got emotional. I didn't, I wasn't even really sad this morning when we were taking them in, but then we were walking them in and I was telling Ash before we started this, but, um, last year, because obviously COVID we couldn't, parents were not allowed in school at all. Like even on the first day, you couldn't even walk onto like campus property. Like you had, if you weren't in a car. So Brody of course started kinder last year. So it was his first day of kinder. All three of our kids are in a brand new school. Like we had just moved here. So to say it was a little like scary and overwhelming was an understatement. Like I oh, yeah. kept cool on the outside, but on the inside, I was panicked. Like, how do I expect my kindergartner to like walk into his first day of class in a brand new school by himself? And even my second grader at the time. And like any, if anyone knows Grayson, you know, that he was full blown panic. Like, yeah. <laughs> but luckily yeah. like they had cousins with them so it was fine. But this morning, I think the reason I got emotional is because I never got to see Brody like in that environment. I've never seen him in a classroom like that before, because like in a real school, other than like his little church preschool, he went to. Um, but last year in kinder, I never got to walk him in. I never got to go eat lunch with him. I never, it's just sad. It's a sad reality, I guess that we live in now because of COVID. Um, but this year we got to, and it made me emotional because I saw Macy like, holding hands with him. And she, like, it was just kind of like a second nature thing to her because she did it every day last year. She would walk him to his class every morning before school started and hug him goodbye, like a little mommy, and then walk to her class. <laughs> and she did that. Like this morning, we were walking up to his class and she just walks up and hugs him and kissed him on the forehead. And was like, okay, Brody, have a good day. And I was like, Macy, did you do that last year? She's like, yeah, every day I walked Brody to his class. So we didn't have to walk alone. And I was just like, Oh my yeah.
2: gosh. Like, <laughs> I know like, She's they're so such good kids. Too, yeah. I know.
0: And it just made me think about last year, like how I was so worried about Brody, like walking in on his first day and like, it's a big new school, like, and not knowing where to go. Like I was overwhelmed this morning. Like, where do we go? Like there were so many people, like it's chaotic. Like, oh, yes, I know, but I'm like, just thinking of them, like walking in by themselves on their first day of like, especially first day of kindergarten. That's always scary, but he was in such good hands with Macy and then their older cousin, um, Callan was here last year. So he, of course, it wasn't a new school to him. So he was, you know, big stuff taking them away or taking them away to their classes and stuff and showing them around. But anyways, um, that kind of is a, you know, we can start talking about what the real topic of this podcast (laughs) is now Okay, and rambling, but we wanted to talk about like health and why it's important. Um, and it's not just about, you know that number on the scale when especially like i feel like these last this last couple of years with covid and all of the stuff that we've all been dealing with like as just human beings like and how this things like this can be very eye opening to why our health is important and it's not the number like i feel like we get so caught up on seeing that number on the scale go down to where like it can almost be obsessive um but we lose sight when we do that over why we are making our health a priority in the first place. And it's not that silly number. It's literally like life or death in some cases and survival. Like, so what I mean by that is COVID is just the best example I have. I know it's probably a touchy subject for a lot of people and, a lot of people covid has like wrecked their lives and it's devastating and that is not beyond me like i understand that i know some people that have been like directly impacted by covid and lost loved ones because of covid and it's devastating but that being said it's a the perfect example because we're all in kind of the same boat right now dealing with this like and it's still unknown after a couple of years like i feel like there's new things coming out that are like new and we don't know. And it's just, just I
2: don't, you get so many like mixed messages. Exactly. And And things change. Right. Of what side you're on, whether you're, you know, pro mask and pro vaccine or not. I think the take home message for everybody is you will be in a better position. Most likely, like it's not guaranteed of course, Mm -hmm. but like you'll be in a better position with your health, if you can focus on being healthy to react to this, this and whatever virus. You yeah, have.
0: it's just a very big, like, eye-opening thing for me. And I think it's sad because a lot of times people like don't use these warnings as a reason to change their life and their lifestyle um, until it's too late, unfortunately. But I think right. that all of us can agree that. Um, If your body is healthy and you are an active person and you work out consistently and you have like, which makes your heart healthy and you are just living the best lifestyle you can and you're active and you're eating good things like your body has a much better chance of fighting off things like COVID or any virus that you get. That's very like scary versus someone who is not living an active lifestyle, who is very overweight or even just a little overweight or whatever, like your body is not strong enough to fight like fight off these things as it would be if you were changing your lifestyle and choosing your health, which is why you should consider changing your lifestyle. Not because you want to weigh a certain amount, but because it's life or death sometimes, like, don't you want to like feel good and live the best life that you possibly can, Um, And that's, I mean, it's not an easy thing by any means. That's why we have an obese, like obesity problem. Like that's why I was overweight. I get it. Like it is not easy. It's easy to say, oh, I'm just going to eat healthy things, but it's not actually easy to do, which is why like having a coach and having an accountability partner or whatever it is, is super crucial. Having a buddy doing it with you, like that is the missing piece for a lot just, of people just
1: educating yourself as yes. well too. I mean, just knowing what's good and what's not, I mean, right. that's, it makes a big difference
0: because I feel like, especially in our line of work, like we do macro counting. Um. So I feel like it can kind of get a bad rep and a bad reputation because most people who choose to count macros do it because they can eat crap <laughs> and still lose <laughs> weight. And so if it fits like the, if it fits and if it fits your macros or whatever it's called, like, that's not what we do. Um. It's kind of the same concept, but it's different, but. And that people look at that and they're like, oh, I can eat donuts every morning for breakfast. Cool. I can eat pizza every day for lunch. Awesome. And technically you could with the way we do it, if you're in a cal- like caloric deficit and you're hitting your targets accurately and you will lose weight, but the- does that equal health? No, like you can lose weight and still be unhealthy. So I think that that's the disconnect when people think about counting macros as they think, oh, I can fit in crap. But that's not what we do here. Like we want to teach people. Yes, you can still have those things in moderation on occasions. And that's the beauty of counting macros. That's why this is effective because you can go to your cousin's wedding and have a piece of cake and not have to like, feel like you can't or feel deprived, or you can go to your kid's birthday party and have a slice of pizza, but that's not every single day. Every single day. You
2: have to learn how to fit in the balance. Like you're having to you know, like we're trying to teach you like, yeah, you should know what a serving size (laughs) of Girl Scout cookies is. And it's not a sleeve. Like you should (laughs) go and have a piece of cake and not eat four pieces of cake, which it's like, I think we're trying to teach, you know, healthy Eating habits as well. Like, yes, we want to get you to a healthy weight so that when you're in a situation where you're needing to fight off COVID or you're needing to fight off the flu or you're in a situation where your body doesn't need to be so stressed from your weight Mm -hmm. that you can fight off some of this stuff, we want to get you to a healthy weight and teach you that you can have just one piece of cake or that you can have. A serving of pizza and it doesn't have to be half and it doesn't have to be the next
0: day you don't have to cut your crust off your pizza like I've had people who are like so I take all the cheese off and I'm like why (laughs) are you living but my point is like like, (laughs) no you don't have to do anything crazy like that but it's in moderation so in our life like we do eat clean, healthy food the majority of the time. And because the reason that we started doing that, when we first started counting macros, that was not the case for me. And I don't speak for Trey, but I'm pretty no. sure that wasn't the case. I for eat him. a
1: hamburger every day.
0: Ah, <laughs> Trey, back I, in the
1: day, two hamburgers, uh, two chicken burgers a day. And then, I, so I pretty much wouldn't eat breakfast. I would have. Tacos and, and beans and rice for lunch, and then I would have two chicken hamburgers for dinner, and mm-hmm. that's what my pretty much what my diet was.
0: Yeah, and now look we'll
1: at you. I know, and I did not feel good. Now we eat you a lot of yeah.
0: stinky healthy food, and we that's our only fights. So the only yeah. fights that we have in our marriage are over the way Trey's food smells. Yeah, eats a lot of stinky, I stuff. Eat a lot of
1: smelly stuff. And, you know, I read not all, not really all these, for you. Though. I read about all the health benefits of things like I am liver not that and stuff or. like that. And so well, that that no. pretty much. Almost, I am uh, just
0: a lean meat and veggie yeah. girl, you know, yeah. like normal. Healthy foods,
1: but yeah, I almost got kicked out the the day I cooked liver in the instant pot. Yeah, the kids came done. in like we instant
2: pot. Oh, it my was God. it was almost that a dough breaker. I, was, I didn't know how
1: to cook it, so I just chunked it in the instant was, pot. You don't it, cook it. That's the point. You don't. <laughs> It was So bad oh, that's and it disgusting. tasted weird. And I'm pretty and- sure
0: we had people coming yeah. over that day. And I was like, you chose right now, mm-hmm. out of all days, to cook this, and our house smells like something died in it. Like it was so Bro. bad.
1: Yeah. yeah but, anyways, yeah, sorry, I got, off got off top. topic.
0: <laughs> but the reason, another thing, not only like giving your body like a fighting chance to fight off these real things that are happening in our world today, like giving giving yourself a fighting chance to come out okay, is what I mean. Because we both had COVID. And I know this isn't the case for everybody. I'm only speaking for myself and I know everybody's different, but I do think that the reason ours was so like mild compared to other people's is because we eat a healthy diet. The majority of the time we move our bodies and we're very active and we work out consistently. So our bodies were able to handle that and fight that off effectively to where I was only sick for like two days and then I was fine. you a
2: healthy weight.
0: Yes. And so I, but that wasn't always the case. And this kind of brings me into- our next topic, another reason why wow, choosing healthy and changing your lifestyle and moving is important is not only for like your physical health, obviously, but also for your mental health. Like I think about, uh, I think back about when I weighed, um, 230, probably more than that. I say I started at 230, but I don't really know how big I was. I never obviously didn't weigh myself back then. That was just my first weight I had at the doctor's office that was like, Oh crap, maybe I should do something about this. Um, but I weighed 230 pounds. I was in a really deep, dark depression. Um, if it hadn't have been for me having small children at the time, I would have never gotten out of bed. It was just a very scary, dark place. Um, mentally for me, Trey was working 24 seven. I was essentially alone, Um, I would have like, of course, like my mom come over occasionally, but I would hide it from her because I felt like a failure. Like I thought something was wrong with me. Like I am living my perfect life right now. I have three beautiful children and a loving husband and I am just miserable. Like what is wrong with me? Um, And so I didn't want anyone to know I felt that way. And so I would hide it. So no one knew how bad it really was cause I could put on a happy face when I was around people. Um, but then behind closed doors, I was not okay. And so I went to doctors to try to get help. Like something's wrong with me, like how I don't, I can't feel this way anymore. So of course doctors do what doctors do. And they gave me a bunch of medication, like to help me, um, right. they feel better. The
2: symptoms, Exactly. They don't like but no one ever like told
0: me, like, maybe you should take a look at your lifestyle. <laughs> like, maybe that is a, you know, correlate like that's in a huge, like direct correlation to why you're feeling this way. So they would mask the symptoms. But for me personally, pills never worked. If anything, I felt like it just made me like a zombie and I didn't feel like even more like myself. I felt more disconnected.
2: So what Um, do you feel like was the contributing factor to you being depressed? If you don't feel like it was like an organic, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, neurotransmitter issue in your brain.
0: So I still, to this day deal with like mental health issues as like, you know, anxiety. I don't have depression anymore, but I do deal with like anxiety and things like this. But the difference now is I gave my body a fighting chance to feel better by changing my lifestyle. And I feel like everything back then, the reason I was, I felt that way was a direct correlation to the type of food I was putting in my body every single day, crap food, processed food. Everything was pizza, pasta, you name it. I never ate vegetables. I never ate fruit. I never got off the couch, which of course resulted in me being a hundred pounds overweight, which then spiraled into that, making me feel more depressed because I was embarrassed about my appearance. I didn't want anyone that knew me to see me because I'd let myself get to that point. So I was ashamed I wouldn't leave my house, which just made it worse. My mental health was worse. I, Everything just spiraled out of control, but it all stemmed back to what I was putting in my body because food can be medicine or poison. And back then I was poisoning myself, essentially, like, yeah, it all stemmed from that. And then whenever I started seeing doctors that gave me all these pills and stuff, and please if you are on medication right now for any mental health issues, don't stop taking your don't medication. Don't quit taking your meds. <laughs> this Coming isn't a hey. not yes. Do not quit taking your. This meds. This is not a hey. Medicine is awful. Like everyone should stop. For me personally, it did not work. It made it worse. For you and other people, it is great that we have modern medicine. That can allow us to heal. And in some cases it's needed, it's crucial to survival. And I am not against it whatsoever. If it helps you, that is amazing. But in my personal case, it did not, it made me feel worse. And so I tried a ton of different kinds of medications. We spent so much money on different kinds of medications and nothing ever made me better until I started eating better. Um and, and, and exercising and exercising. Deal, I know? started, and I and most of you guys who know me know my story. I don't know how you wouldn't unless you're living under a rock if you follow me on social media. But I really just started working out. I'd never worked out before.
1: And it, it really wasn't CrossFit to begin no, with. No, I just walking. started walking you know, the, kids. the kids. I know. The That's
0: really I deal
2: with a lot of clients mm-hmm. who in my own private practice that are overweight and struggle with their weight or Um, they're dealing with stuff relationally in their marriage because of weight. And it's really hard to to put on my therapist hat (laughs) and take off my nutrition coach hat. And like the two are so intertwined. They really are. That's really what made me want to talk about this today too, is because I see people who, you know, they just get so overwhelmed by how much work is out in front of them. Mm -hmm. And what I tell them is like, just trip. start walking. Just start.
0: Yeah. It Just doesn't have to be by sp- going on like,
2: a walk, period. It's yes. yeah. like
0: people look at me now and they're like, well, I could never do that. Like, you work out and you do this and you do. I'm like, when I first started, I did not do that. Like, I couldn't have. If you would have told me you have to go to a CrossFit class today on my first day, I would have never started. Like, no there's no way. way. I baby stepped my way up to that, but I didn't know where to start either. I'd never worked out before in a day of my life. I didn't want anyone to know how bad it was. So I was not telling anyone that I was in that like dark of a place. I was uh, in Sicily, like I was alone. I didn't even really let Trey know how bad it really was. He was gone all the time, but when he was home, I mean, I'm assuming that you could tell something was off a yeah. little, but I was pretty good at hiding it. Um, so I was alone most of the time. And so it was just really bad. So no one really knew how bad it was. I didn't have any help. It was me a newborn, a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I was by myself and it was the when hardest time in my life.
2: Like the when you had like a hundred pounds to lose plus, mm-hmm. like what do you feel like, how did you accomplish doing that at the beginning? Because I think we deal with so many clients that say like, it's just too much. Too much. Like the the road ahead of me is too long. Oh gosh.
0: Yeah. Like and I was one that. of those clients. Like I, I yeah. remember- <laughs> I remember that night very well. I was like, it was right when I had found like a new nutrition program I was going to try, it was counting macros. I'd never even heard what a macro was, but it was this program that I was going to try, um, to learn. I had hired a coach. Like I was, you know, it was the first time I'd ever really done anything like this. And I remember laying in bed with Trey and I had to fill out this form that was like, cause I remember telling him like, this is just something new that I've never tried. Like, maybe this is it. Like, maybe this is what's going to change my life. I have to at least try And of course it was one more thing we were going to spend money on back then. We had no money. And so (laughs) Trey was like, it was $50 a month and we really couldn't afford that. But he told me, like I told him, I was reasoning with him and he thought it was, of course, granted he was entitled to this opinion because (laughs) everything before that I had tried and quit after a week and then tried and quit and tried and quit. And it was just my, that's who I was back then. Um, so for, I told him like, okay, I'll give this a week. If I don't see any progress in a week, I'll quit. Like that was our deal. And so (laughs) thank goodness I didn't quit. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, but anyways, I, I started and I remember laying in bed with him. We had just put the kids to bed. I think Brody was probably still sleeping with us. So he was probably laying in bed with us. He was a baby. Um, he was six weeks old when I started and no, not when I started this program, he was a little bit older when I first started walking to the park and back, which, in my mind back then was like 10 miles, but I think it was like half a mile there like and a half mile, a mile back. Yeah, so it a mile like a total, mile total. Can yeah. you imagine, like, was a, a line lot line for a me back then. And I was just walking <laughs> it and it was so hard. I would start in the morning. I would go, we'd go to the park. The kids would play. It was, but that honestly, not only was I like moving my body more and I didn't even know like what I was doing back then, but I was getting myself out of the house. I was breathing in fresh air. I was getting myself out of that dark house that I was like locked in essentially. In yes, like, yeah, I mean, like don't undervalue my so mental health and I didn't the even know it, at the time. but that's mm-hmm. what started my journey. Like I, I, that's what started my journey to healing. And I noticed that like after a couple of months of doing this consistently, like every single day, I noticed how I started like craving, moving my body after that It was the first time I felt like, and it didn't start out like that the first couple of weeks, it was hard, but I had the kids that were begging to go to the park. So that's the only reason I kept going because I, I felt so much mom guilt for like just sitting around all day while they were playing, because I physically felt like I couldn't get up because I was in such a dark place. And so for me, it was that mom guilt that drove me to keep going because they were little and they wanted to go play at the park and get out of the house. So that's what I did. That's how I started. Um, nothing like a little mom guilt to get you moving. Right. (laughs) But anyways, um, after doing it consistently, it was the first time in my life where I was like, Oh, my body is like, I want to do this now. Like it turned from something that was a chore to man, this sucks. This is really hard and it's hot and I don't want to, I don't feel good. I want to sit on the couch To, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I get to like, we're walking today. And then it kind of moved up to like, okay, maybe I could go to a gym one day. Like, Maybe I could step foot into a gym and walk on a treadmill. And that's what I did next. I would go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for 15 minutes a day. And that was it. And then it moved on to like, I'm going to get a personal trainer and learn how to use these machines that I've never seen before. And then I'm going to start CrossFit. And then the rest is history. That's how it starts. And that's how you get going. Um, but whenever, sorry, I got sidetracked, but back to whenever I was looking at the, like the journey ahead of me back then, I remember laying in bed with Trey one night, the kids were asleep and I was signing up for that program again. He, he said that we could try it for a week. <laughs> and so I remember having to put like my goal weight.
1: They had it f- for a month. There's a money back guarantee. Okay, so yeah. So we yeah.
0: Let's <laughs> not get carried away here. So we had no risk. Um, so <laughs> I remember like sitting, I was filling out the form I had to fill out. And one of the questions was like, what is your goal weight? And that was the first time I had like calculated how much I actually had to lose, and I didn't even right. have a goal. I just remembered I was around like one thirty in college, so I was like, before I had kids, I was two thirty the last time I had weighed, so I was like, okay, I'll just put one thirty. And I remember like immediately, like my eyes like filled up with tears. I was crying, and I remember just looking at Trey, being like, "This is impossible. Like, what am I even doing? Like, there's no way I can lose a hundred pounds. Like, this is impossible." Um, but it was because I was looking at like the entire thing. And I use this analogy a lot. So I'm going to use it today too. But I was looking at like the entire mountain in front of me as someone who had never climbed a mountain before. Like, so I was looking up at the very top of the mountain and that's why it seemed overwhelming. That's why it seemed impossible because it probably was, I couldn't just walk up to the top of the mountain that first day. Like that's impossible, but I focused on taking that next step in front of me and I could take one step. And so that's what I focused on. I did quit looking at the top of the mountain and I just looked right in front of me. So what
2: were those small steps for you? Um,
0: for, well, first we talked about, I learned about macro counting and I feel like this is a good, um, reminder for our clients.
1: You know, I think a big thing for for one of the reasons why she and I did so well is that we were really good about setting little goals and we, we you know, we, we, you know, when, when I started losing weight too, you know, I didn't have as much to lose, but I still, you know, it was difficult for me as well, just Mm because it was one of those things like, oh man, I gotta, you know, I'd already lost about, you know, 40 on my, on my own, then lost about another 45, you know, I had another 45 pounds to go to get to a healthy weight. and I remember sitting there thinking like, holly, that's a lot, you know, and then, Mm -hmm. but we were really good about like, okay, well, when we're, when we lose this weight, we're going to walk a five K yeah. and then we're going to, you know, we're going to have 14 consecutive perfect days. And then we're going to have a cheat day, you know? And it was like, so we were really good about like setting little challenges for mm-hmm. ourselves. Yeah. Like, like a little,
2: Like many challenges. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it it was funny how that when we first started doing that, you just kind of see like, oh, wow, I lost three pounds since the last time we started and like, oh, wow, I lost, you know, so it's just like, and
0: that was our motivation to keep going, literally
1: nickel and diming it down. Yeah, And so once we started seeing those, those little wins and getting those little wins under our belt, I mean, that was really super, super important to us in the beginning of our journey too, is like seeing those little wins, even though, we weren't losing very fast. That was frustrating, but we were still seeing like, Oh wow. Well, I'm feeling better. My jeans are fitting better. You know, I had to go down in, in clothes sizes, just all every, we were looking at everything that could be a possible win for us Mm -hmm. and then setting little challenges and we actually challenged each other. So that's why accountability is important, you know, but I mean, it was, it was one of those things that like, if we, you know, as we were setting these little challenges and completing them and we just build more momentum and it was just really We would have weeks where we didn't lose weight and we would have weeks where we would even gain,
0: which is normal, which is normal. And it was
1: frustrating, (laughs) too. I mean, we had the same same frustrations as anybody else on our program. And but that was the thing is it was still it didn't matter to us. We still felt so good. We were trusting the process. We saw that we were seeing the results we wanted, even though they were slow. We were still I mean, just the way that we felt yeah. in the way that, you know, that, that made such a huge difference and we stayed super, super positive. We're really kind of, you know, I don't know, growing up, everybody's like, why are you so happy? You know, like, I'm, I'm just really good. That's one of the things my parents have always been really big on. If like, you know,
0: the Rinkers, yeah, you know, this is, they're really, the happiest they're family of,
1: that you've ever met. It's, it's like they, yeah, they're like the Flanders on the Simpsons. Yeah. Like, you know, like just the <laughs> happy family, everybody's see- super nice.
2: Like in order to see some of this stuff, like in order to notice like, okay, yeah, I didn't have a loss this week or I didn't have, or I even gained this week or, you know, my pants are fitting better or I am doing better in the gym. It takes some steps back to like, look at your progress and your overall, you know, journey. And I right. think that's you gotta where zoom some people get, get lost where they're like, you know, this week hasn't been good on a Wednesday mm-hmm. and it's like, you're not even giving yourself a fighting chance. Cause you're looking, you know, only at today, you're right. not looking at, you and know, that's kind I, of like, I had
1: three good days, days in a row. What happened, yeah. you know, and I, nothing's not like, working That you comes that. back
0: full circle to what we were talking about in the beginning of whenever you're so solely focused on that number, it can be defeating and make you want to quit because your body is naturally going to fluctuate. Like that's just part of it. Like there's that's reality. You're going to go up and down on the scale. And that's just your body being a body. Like that's just being a human. Right. Um, but you should see steady progress. Like overall progress is downward, but day to day is going to be up and down. that's just the way it is. But that is full circle back to why you're doing it in the first place. When you have that strong, why established like, no, I'm doing this to be healthy. So it doesn't matter that the scale was up 0.5 ounces today. Like It doesn't matter because I'm eating this food that is good for me because I want to be healthy and I want to feel good. And my mental health is important to me. And so what I noticed, like whenever I started seeing progress after doing this and I started dropping weight, like I noticed that naturally I felt better. I was up and I didn't know it at the time, but the reason I was feeling better is because I was putting better quality foods into my body. I was moving my body more. I was doing all these things that are good for my mental health without even realizing it. And so it made me feel better. So all those hand in hand, yes, it was all hand in hand. So eating better quality food, fruit and eating a vegetable every now and then, you know, like I just felt so much better. (laughs) And then I started noticing the difference in my kids. Like my kids were mimicking my behavior. Like before I was sitting around on the couch all day, miserable, and they were just sitting around all day too and eating snacks and not wanting to do anything. And then whenever I was up and moving and wanting to go do stuff like they were too, and they wanted to be active with me. And they went from having a mom that like sat on the sidelines or was embarrassed for anyone to see her and didn't ever want to take them anywhere. Cause I didn't want to leave the house to a mom who this last weekend we were talking about this, like, and it's been so long since I was overweight that I feel like sometimes I forget, like, I feel like that was a different person <laughs> until I'm, and it's sometimes I'm slapped in the face with it. Like when we went, we took them to an amusement park last weekend, um, as like our last little fun thing for a summer before, before school started. And I was going, um, with my oldest, who's almost 11. I was going with him on roller coasters while cherry took to two littles on little kids rides. Cause birdie not big enough and he hates roller coasters. <laughs> so it was just me and Grayson. And he remembers me overweight. The other two, I don't think do, but he remembers that he was old enough to remember me like being depressed and on the couch and like makes me emotional talking about it because I just have a lot of like, guilt because of that, but we've worked through it. I promise I'm fine. Now yeah. we're fine. Now Just just emotional. emotional. Yeah. It's just emotional day. Okay. Emotional. He just started fifth grade. And anyways, um, what it makes me emotional. So anyways, we were going on roller coasters and it was just me and him. And when you have multiple kids, you know, the struggle of having like one-on-one time with them. So anytime I get with them alone is special, but I was going on that roller coaster with Grayson and we sat down and it was the one where they like push the thing on your belly and he was like, he looked at me and he was like, mom, do you remember when you couldn't ride roller coasters with me? He's like, do you remember uh, whenever you couldn't do these things. And it's just like. That's why we're and Grayson yeah. remembers that. And because before I was the mom who would have never got on there, I couldn't physically what would you say to him when he said that to you, I'm open and honest about everything with him Cause I think it's important. True, and I tell course. him like, yes, I do remember. And this is why we choose to eat healthy things. Like this is why mommy and daddy want you to eat healthy things. And they know this, they know what we do for a living now. Like We're very open about like why we do the things we do, because I think it's important for kids. Like kids are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. And when you just reason with them, because a lot of people ask me that too, like, how do you get your kids to eat healthy? I'm like, I tell them why we eat healthy. This is why, because do you remember whenever your mommy couldn't ride the roller coaster with you, your mommy didn't want to take you to the water park because she was too tired. Like that was because of the food I was eating and explaining that to them. Like, this is why mommy now chooses to eat healthy, because I want to run around with you guys. Like, I want to be able to take you on all the roller coasters and be excited to do it. And you have a hard time keeping up with me at the water park. Like, that's what I wanted. And that's we're here now. But I think like moments like that are kind of like man, like, and it's also like a good reality check to realize, like, you're not only changing your life for you, you're changing it for your loved ones too. Like your loved ones want to create these memories with you. Your loved ones want you to be able to live life with them. Like, and you are choosing not to do that when you choose to eat these things that, you know, aren't good for you consistently. And by choosing not to change your lifestyle. And again,
2: when you're choosing to quit, yes. I think that that's something that like
0: people oh, it's, see it's heartbreaking the long road ahead of them. And they just, think, they'd rather give up than work at it. And it's heartbreaking because the time is going to pass anyways. Like, I think that that's what people don't logically think about because they're so zoomed in on just how I feel right in this moment versus zooming out on like, if I can just get over those emotions and those feelings of like comfort or wanting comfort and easy And actually work for something for once, like I could change my life forever, like not just today, but forever. And that is the big picture here. But again, people get so focused on the scale and the number, especially like with what we do, because we do track data because we think it's important. We're a very data driven company because it's important for success, we believe. Um, It was for our journeys, but people can get caught up on that number when you are tracking data like that to the point where it makes them want to quit when our bodies are being bodies like we talked about. But whenever you can focus on why your health is important, like in my case, like for my kids, I wanted to give them their mom back. They didn't like Grayson, like grew up essentially without a mom. I was a shell. I was like a shell of a person sitting on the couch watching them and not really living life with them. And I wanted better for them. And that's why I changed my life. But that's the reason I kept going on those weeks. Like Trey talked about when the scale was up or I backtracked, I felt like, quit. or yeah. I would have a cheat day or I would give in to temptation because that happens too. That still happens. We're human. Like yeah, it's but that's not the, the point. Exactly. Yeah. But those temporary, it's a, like we talked about on last week's podcast, like that is a temporary setback. It's not a permanent failure unless you choose for it to be. And if you right. quit every time you have a temporary setback, then it will become a permanent failure, but it yeah. doesn't have to be, which is, you the know, point. It, was, it
1: was kind of neat seeing, you know, just really sitting and focusing and, and looking at what, like how our kids are seeing us, you know, they are like by us getting fit. I feel like you know, and it's proven that, you know, when you're fit, when you're have muscle, when you're feeling good, you're also more confident. And so that, I mean, that's, and then seeing our kids, the way that they feel about their bodies, I mean, they're confident and they feel good. And, you know, and that's one of the things like that's, that's been exciting to see, you know, from just us changing our lives, seeing them be confident in their bodies and like, oh my gosh, I'm so strong. Look how strong I am. Oh, and look Macy how fit I am. To- and look how fast I am. And you know, and Grayson, you know, he's really tall. He's, he's, you know, he's big and he's, you know, he's just, he's just a big kid mm-hmm. and yeah. seeing him out there with the, with those other kids and like he there's kids that are out there that are bigger than him in football. He just started playing tackle football, but like
0: it's like,
1: it's like no fear. He is like this. He has this amazing confidence mm-hmm. and it's, you know, and I guarantee you that it comes from us because we're confident in what we do. And we feel, and we push that on them yeah. that, yes, you're fit and yes, you're strong and your body can do a lot of amazing things. So and, one
0: thing we say, like our kids, you know, obviously we have like a scale we wear our body on. And for me, it was very important because I feel like anything healthy can become unhealthy for some people. And especially with kids growing up, like, and it's a touchy subject, like weighing our food, which we don't do as often anymore, just because we're at the point where we don't have to, we know what a serving size is. We know what portions are like before our clients, like we do have them using the scale to weigh their food. Um, and I've had someone ask me this one time on Instagram that was like, don't you think that's unhealthy for your kids to see you weighing your food? Like, isn't that obsessive? And I'm like, don't you think it's unhealthy for your kid to like, see you eating all of these things that are like unhealthy for you? Like, <laughs> no, like we're teaching right. our kid what healthy is. And I, and my kids know, like, we don't use like a scale every single time. And I don't obviously go make my kids use a scale, but, um, but like when they're weighing ourselves and doing things like that, like. I remember like I've told the story a million times about like what really made me change was when I weighed that time and Macy was two and saw me crying and I turned around and looked at her and she was crying Um, and she was mimicking my behavior and I was like oh my gosh like she's going to be exactly like this if I don't change and so for me like now when they I'll see like they'll be brushing their teeth at night and Brody will step on the scale and be like, Oh my gosh, look at that number mom. And I always respond with, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like that's so strong. Look how strong you are. And like, even, especially with Macy, cause she's a girl like show way. And she's already told me stuff like at school, like why are little girls, some little girls like smaller than me? Like it starts so early and it's so sad to me, but Macy's healthy. She's not overweight. Um, she eats healthy. Um, but I just tell her like, well, you're just strong. Like, and I try to choose my words wisely. Like we don't talk about like, being bigger or, you know, we need to be skinny or we need to eat this. Like we eat these foods because of how they make us feel. So we can run and we can be strong and we can live our happy life and feel good. That's why we eat healthy foods, not because we want to be skinny. And that number on the scale shows how strong we are. That's what that number means. Like things like that are very important. I think to show kids, because we don't want them to see us obsessed about our weight or us obsessed about the food we eat. Essentially, we want to teach them how to just eat good food and live a like healthy lifestyle. That's the goal, and that's what you want to mimic for your kids. But
1: you know, and and one of the reasons why, I mean, there's lots of people that they, when they text us saying, "I'm hungry," "I'm having this problem," "I'm struggling," you know, "I'm just tired all the time," "I'm having," you know, these issues. It's like, okay, and that's why we push whole foods so much. Mm -hmm. You know, it. It's not just yes, you can eat a whole lot more of it because they're you know most for the most part they're. You you know they're low calorie. You can eat a whole lot of it. You know lean protein. You can eat a whole lot of it because it's lower calorie. You know those things. You stay full or long. You know stay full longer. But the big thing is too like that was like with our the way we ate. I mean we were. Still eating pizza. We we're still eating, you know. Like I said, I was eating lots of hamburgers and
2: excess things. pizza. Okay, yes.
1: don't
0: come at me about eating pizza.
2: Okay, <laughs> it's not a
1: bad thing. It's not a you know, if you, well, we yeah, on pizza the other
0: night the kids yeah. to order it, but that's again. See, I think right. the clarification here, like I think people take it extreme with when we say that, like oh, so I can never eat pizza again. Like no, we have pizza, but we just don't have it every single yeah. day. Like that's, that's not right. our main food source. Like our main food source is whole foods. That's right. what we eat every day, but occasionally on a Friday night when our kids are begging for pizza, we still do that. We're not like Nazis. that are like, you can never eat pizza or sweets. Like, no, like you can in moderation and on occasions. So yeah. it shouldn't be your main source of,
1: and that's, you know, nutrition. and that's where like the the super nerd part of me came out. You know, I, I once I started, you know, I've got to my goal weight and I just, you know, I wanted to do more. I wanted to continue to grow and learn. Cause I, I was, I was at my goal weight, but I still wasn't feeling my best. And so, and you know, and I was doing CrossFit, but I wasn't seeing a lot of, Gains and things like that so I was just dug into the you know just the really looking part. at what I <laughs> e- the nerd part I was really looking at you know if there's some issues in our family we have some you know my granddad had Alzheimer's my I have an aunt that has Parkinson's and just little things like that that I was seeing they're like okay are these things is this my fate too you know and what can I do to prevent these things and you know there's there's just so much out there of sickness and cancer and hormone health and just all kinds of things, you know, and I was just thinking like, I, I just wanted to be the healthiest version of myself or my family. And, you know, and i I am, I'm enjoying the way that I feel. And I want to, you know, if there's a way that can, I can feel better then I'm just going to keep doing it. And so I started nerding out on all these books. And then really, it, there's just a lot of science behind eating, you know, green vegetables and eating, you know, eating vegetables and eating fruit and eating lean meats and things like that. they, they are good for you and they do make you feel better. And they are full of vitamins and nutrients that will make you actually feel better. I mean, when I was doing my workouts, I, I went on this, I was eating a, I would eat a serving of mashed sweet potatoes before I go to CrossFit and I would go there and I felt like I was a freaking machine. <laughs> I could, I mean, I wasn't getting tired. I mean, I was just, but you know, and it fit in my macros. i planned planted for it, you know, but it was just something I was, you know, there were just things like that. I, I know. So don't go and just everybody go right now and eat, oh, mashed sweet potatoes and things like that. <laughs> I You know, that's when I was really training hard. I had about 3,000 calories a day. But, so yeah, but this is where um it, it was one of those things that also, when don't I was go seeing, eat 3, yeah, calories. yeah, don't do that day, either. That, that was, yeah, <coughs> Everybody's different. That was just me. No, you're good. So, but like at the time, I mean, that was something that I was really just looking into what could make me feel better and help me improve. And I was just seeing, you know, and it really was just, that started with sweet potatoes. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to start eating a salad every day. And then I was going to start adding in these little things. And like, I could just feel the difference and I could, I just felt better. I was sleeping well. I was, I didn't have, you know, any digestion issues. I was just having, I mean, I just felt, I really, I just felt like the man. <laughs> and so that's what just made me really dive deep into, to uh, you know, why, eating healthy does make you feel better. I mean, it's, there's just tons and tons of stuff out there proving that eating those things does make you physically and mentally feel better. It's
0: a scientific fact, right? You know? So (laughs) that's,
1: I mean, that's why we, we push it so much because Mm -hmm. we, we know how
0: good you could feel if you would just exactly a little bit better. So yeah, even if you're hitting your macros every day, but again, you're feeling your, if your main nutrition source is crap, like you're not going to feel good mentally. So physically, Yeah. You'll probably lose weight if you're hitting your targets accurately, even if you're eating crap, but that's not the goal for us. Like we want you to live your best life and be healthy forever. Like not just lose weight and then still be unhealthy because you can lose weight and still be unhealthy. But our goal is overall health with all of our clients. And that's why we preach these things. But that's basically, I think all we have for today. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to add Ash?
2: Anybody? No, I don't think so. I think that really it's um getting you to a healthy weight first mm-hmm. because I think that some people can think like, Oh, I just want to eat clean or yeah. I just want to eat um it's all in moderation. Yeah, there's and there's, whatever, there's, there's really that that no like need you,
1: to be extreme.
2: No, yeah, and you cut everything
1: out, yeah. And,
2: and you can't say like there's no measure really on what health is in the sense of food and longevity, I think really. And I think that, um, you know, you can say like, oh, I just want to get healthy. But if you're not at a healthy weight, yeah. Like eating healthy and large amounts of healthy it's food. So I was
0: that, that way. You there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also to clarify, like, lasting. yeah, when yeah. we first started, we did not eat whole foods, but so I think it's a big thing to talk about it's too. The like long game. Yes. Like don't restrict yourself right off the bat. Cause that's never going to end well. Don't cut out all of your favorite foods right off the beginning because that's not going to end well either. Start with small changes and then keep changing over time, slowly and steadily, instead of trying to change your entire lifestyle overnight. Like the goal is to change it at a sustainable way so you can do it forever.
1: Like even thinking about like adding more than taking away. So it's like, oh, I'm not going to eat sugar for a month. It's maybe like, no, adding in, maybe a, vegetable add in lunch, a serving of you know? vegetable with each meal that mm-hmm. would be, that's better than or cutting changing your sides
0: is a really big thing. Like when you eat out, instead of ordering the fries, like get your normal entree, but then add vegetables on the side instead. Like that's a good baby step to focus on. And then eventually like you can make a healthier choice even for your entree. But if it seems overwhelming just to start, like start with baby steps and then work your way up. Don't do extremes. Don't do huge restrictions. And if you're someone listening to this and you don't have a coach and you're like, I don't even know where to start hire a coach, even if it's not us, like it doesn't matter. I'm not but trying prefer to prefer, but we to, would know, love we just, to yeah. have you. <laughs> <laughs> but even if it's not with us, like I really do think having someone as a coach that's showing you what to do and texting you and helping you make healthy choices and just being there and like having someone on your team rooting for you is really important. So if you feel lost and you don't know where to start, reach out to someone we would love to have you if you want to work with us. Um, but yeah, just reach out and get help because getting help is crucial. You probably aren't going to be able to do this alone. I couldn't do it. I didn't do it alone. There was no way I could have done it alone. I yeah, got help. Me I either. had a coach like and I still need accountability like Ashley and Trey keep me accountable today. Like I still need accountability and help today. Same. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's it. So we will talk to you guys next time. As always, if you have any comments or suggestions for our next topic, comment below, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Okay. Bye.
1: Bye guys.